Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. The Manhattan Lions Club has a significant history in Manhattan. They have recently been nominated for a CFA award in the Civic Philanthropy category. And we're going to learn more about Lions Clubs in general and even more so what the Lions Club in Manhattan does locally. We have the president of the Manhattan Lions Club joining us on Philanthropy today. His name is Dave Schaefer. Dave, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Dave. We're looking forward to hearing more about the Lions Club. The Lions Club goes back over 100 years. How did it get started? Well, a a Chicago businessman, I think he was in the insurance business, uh, gathered together a group of, uh, at that time, only men uh, in 1917 and uh, kind of formed a civic club. And uh, they started uh, doing some uh, things in in the Chicago area. And he also traveled a lot. And and coincidentally or, or interestingly, I guess, one of the early clubs uh, shortly after that, I think in the early 20s, uh, was formed in Wichita, Kansas. So Kansas has a long tradition. Our local club uh, actually formed here in Manhattan in 1938. So we've been celebrating uh, 84 years of being active in this community. And uh, many of my older friends, some of, now, some of them now deceased, were very strong members prior to my joining. Uh, one little other sidelight. I spent two years in, with my wife in India uh, at a, on a K-State uh, project there back in the late 60s, and my counterpart there was a big lion for the area there, and uh, we had uh, monthly uh, Lions Club meetings there uh, promoting pork because we were uh, involved with the meat part of uh, livestock and uh, so I didn't really become a formal lion until I uh, had finished most of my career here because uh, I traveled a lot for K-State when I got hired for that job and uh, so I've been a lion here I think uh, a little past 15 years now. What did you do at Kansas State University? Well, I was an extension meat specialist for the state of Kansas and uh, employed by K-State. Okay. Let's talk a bit about uh, the Lions Club in general on an international basis because you've got over 50,000 clubs in over 200 countries and almost a million and a half members. What are some of the principal um, rocks for the Lions Club International? Well, the uh, first one goes back to actually 1925 uh, after the uh, formation of the original club in Chicago. And uh, one of their guests at that time was Helen Keller, a name that all of us would remember, uh, at least older people would remember, who uh, I think had sight early in her life but uh, developed to become blind. And as I think I remember that she may have also been deaf. 
deaf. But yes. anyhow, she became a very recognized person, and uh, one of her missions was to improve uh, uh, sight uh, conservation or uh, uh, preventing uh, blindness. And she challenged the club in Chicago in 1925 to become Knights of the Blind and to uh, fight the fight, the crusade, to uh, eradicate or minimize uh, blindness in the world. And the, the club took that on, and uh, ever since, uh, that would be our first mission. Some of the other things that have been added to our mission over the, over the years would be uh, addressing somewhat hunger in the world. Uh, some uh, also diabetes uh, uh, control and education, uh, diabetes being a, a fairly common uh, disease, does have uh, effects on people becoming blind or losing their sight as well. So there's a connection with that. Uh, another one is uh, the environment, and th another one would be childhood cancer in recent years has, has been a uh, major uh, focus of, of lionism. What are some of the things that the Manhattan Lions Club has done over the years to help support these efforts? Well, uh, one that, uh, well, a couple of, that are really uh, a big time, I guess you'd say, financially and uh, in ways that we can support, is uh, we, uh, through a grant received in 2014 uh, from the Community Foundation, uh, purchased a vision screening machine and uh, or instrument. And uh, we have a very active committee that has been uh, uh, very uh, involved in uh, conducting vision screenings, particularly of uh, children ages 1 to 6. And that's been done in our community, but about 20 of our surrounding communities, uh, even extending to one or two, almost in the Kansas City area. And uh, in recent years, uh, we were screening at least 35 or around 3,500 children. Wow. And uh, a little side note on that, uh, when our eldest son, who's now 53, uh, I took him to a K-State basketball game back in Ahern Fieldhouse days, and he was about eight years old at the time, third grade, and uh, he had trouble reading the uh, score off the uh, big board in the middle of, above, the, mm -hmm. above, the, above the court, and I thought, wow, we missed that, because... Uh, uh, we didn't know that he had uh, some vision problems, not not serious, serious, but he needed glasses, and uh, which reminds us that in, in young children, you have really no way of telling, unless something is severe, uh, that their vision may not be as good as you would like it to be or needs to be. And uh, anyhow, so this vision screening is important. Uh, in addition, we... Uh, have uh, through Shepherd's Crossing and also with the help of our other uh, Lions Club in, in Manhattan, the, the uh, Sunflower Club, it meets uh, early in the morning, ours meets uh, in the evenings for a dinner meeting, but th their club also contributes uh, a, a good amount of money and we also became eligible for a Carolyn Pine uh, uh, charitable grant uh, from, the from her foundation to uh, 
uh, assist uh, people that don't have uh, good means, good means, a little bit needy perhaps, uh, and have difficulty either getting an eye exam or getting glasses that that are properly fitted and uh, a recent year we uh, helped at least 75 children or adults the children are kind of screened uh, or headed our way uh, by the school nurses and the adults uh, can apply uh, through Shepherd's Crossing uh, so we have a, a multi um, uh, organizational involvement in, in this whole project but uh, that it has been a way to provide help for those that are having difficulties seeing or maybe break their glasses or their eyesight is changing all of those things uh, are uh, financed uh, uh, to help them. Do you still collect glasses that have been used and people no longer uh, have the same prescription? Yes. Uh, almost every week uh, I get an inquiry of whether we're still doing that. Yes, we are. And uh, uh, many businesses around uh, Manhattan and the optometry offices, uh, I think, have collection boxes so people can uh, put them in there and periodically they're collected and uh, we uh, gather them together, and I think this last year uh, we had over 3,500 that were uh, collected and passed on to the rest of the, the large lion organization that, that cleaned them. Uh, there's a prison in uh, Indiana that they go to, and they're checked out for what the... the uh, uh, the right numbers are on, uh, on the prescription sizes and all of that and after that is all done they're sorted and uh, they're uh, exported to other country underdeveloped countries uh, generally to help people in the world uh, have help with their eyesight we're visiting today on Philanthropy Today with Dave Schaefer, who is president of the Manhattan Lions Club. Dave, one of the things that I just I just know so much about to the Lions Club that uh, I think is just one of the neat things is that 30-second long Easter egg hunt <laughs> that you have. It doesn't last long, but it's a it's a great community effort that you have. Well, one year we, I guess, uh, in the pandemic uh, two years ago, we, we were unable to uh, conduct that. But even last year we did it, and you're right, about uh, 30 to... 45 seconds. It doesn't seconds. take long, does it? <laughs> the little ones, uh, we, we put the eggs a little closer so they don't have to run so far, but yes, uh, and our intention would be to continue that th this uh, spring on the uh, Saturday morning before Easter, which is April 16th, my wife's birthday also. Oh, but, how nice. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I think we had about 3,000 to 3,500 eggs uh, scattered uh, in about three areas of the city park and uh, we line them up on the sidewalks uh, on the uh, periphery and uh, once the uh, I think we have a uh, police uh, siren go off it uh, gives the go signal and uh, uh, we have not, not had any fights <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a rough thing and, if you did no yeah yeah and uh, in several recent years we've had an Easter bunny too that uh, helps uh, in in costume and uh, so it's a lot of fun. Lions Club is also involved with Boys State. 
yes, uh, over the years we've uh, provided a, a scholarship for those that uh, are delegates to boys and girls state uh, as well. As, and I think they may have not had one, one of those pandemic years too, but uh, yes, we continue that. I'm looking down your list of things, and there's a number of other projects. You have an Adopt-A-Family project uh, during Christmas time. You work with softball and boys' baseball, uh, band camps, and a lot of other things. You know, and looking down at your list of efforts throughout the community, it's just, you know, it's a laundry list of everybody that, that has, you know, certain needs. And that says quite about uh, quite a bit about an organization when you can spread the wealth out a little bit. Well, I think the originators of Lions uh, probably had in mind that uh, we wanted to portray a strong uh, image. And uh, so we uh, try to uh, uh, be strong and, and have been involved in many different uh, activities. And uh, actually this weekend, uh, if the weather holds, uh, we have a, a plan to uh, help uh, clean up the around the entrance to the zoo because the Expedition Asia exhibit is going to be dedicated early April and uh, and uh, the zoo needs some help manpower uh, women power to uh, take up or clean up some of the weeds and grass and stuff like that that uh, is uh, around the the entrance to the zoo so a lot of the efforts that you have, you know, you talk about, you know, the vision screening, you've gotten some grant money for the, um, with your Easter egg hunt and a lot of these things require money and fundraising is something significant because I know on really good authority that the Lions Club members make some of the best pancakes in town. That's been our reputation. We hope to continue it. I've been the chair of that for along with uh, Jay Lester Hooper, now, now deceased, uh, for the last 10 years, I think. And we uh, had hoped to do it the last two years and had not because of the pandemic restrictions and, and, be, and trying to be assured that we had enough help that was willing to uh, pitch in uh, to get that big, big event off. Because normally we would feed I think we're at 650 to 700 people, and uh, it's a big deal. Um, but we have not done those the last two years. We have not done our annual biscuits and gravy feed in uh, early February, usually. Uh, and we've had one other uh, lesser fundraiser that the pandemic all of those have been really affected by the pandemic uh, and uh, trying to pull it off well we see many other uh, smaller uh, groups figuring out a way and we thought we had a, a way figured out even that turned out not to happen but uh, we're hopeful that we can get back to it uh, later this year are you uh, handling your meetings differently or have you been able to get back to some sense of normalcy with your meetings after the pandemic or, or while we're still in the pandemic? Well, for a little bit, uh, we had uh, in the late summer, uh, the first year we met outdoors, but we have had a monthly meeting all the way through this. Uh, and more recently, we were back to the uh, four points by four four points by Sheraton and uh, have our dinner meetings and they've been very cooperative and helpful to uh, have us continue that and uh, so we're we're thankful for that uh, and to my knowledge I think a couple of our members did have the 
the virus one way or another, but we have not had anybody that was really seriously ill or no no one that has died from it. And so we're thankful for that, too. Yeah, absolutely. Dave, if somebody wanted to become a member of the Manhattan Lions Club, what's that process? Well, one would be to ask your friends, circle of friends, if they know anybody who is a lion and uh, and perhaps go through that method uh, I will uh, make my email address available we uh, would like to have had a website but we can't find a member that wants to manage that so we don't have that yet see this is why you need new members to help with website and social media although we uh, have gotten several referrals from our Lion Clubs International uh, LCI uh, that people have asked about uh, some service or something that a club in our community might be able to help with, and they have then referred it to me. So uh, that would be a little bit of a roundabout way, but Lions Club International would uh, head us head you in that in that direction. And again, we have two clubs in town. Ours is the Manhattan Lions Club, and. Uh, and we meet uh, in evenings, the second Monday of the month, uh, for a dinner meeting. The other club is the Sunflower Lions Club, and they meet uh, early in the morning, I think around 6.45. Now, the Lions Club motto is, we serve. That's, and I'm that's looking, correct. looking down all the list of different efforts that you're involved in, you serve a lot. You don't just serve a lot of pancakes, but you serve a lot of we organizations try. and we people. We try, and uh, there are many other clubs uh, in town that uh, are doing somewhat similar things, but we have some focuses that are different than uh, other clubs. Yeah. Well, congratulations again on your nomination uh, for the CFA for Civic Philanthropy. There's uh, a lot of Lions Club members that should be mighty proud of this nomination, and uh, congratulations on all the things, and, and thank you for all the work that you do on behalf of a grateful community through the Manhattan Lions Club. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share uh, what we've been about, and we have other plans to do a few other things that we haven't done before, and uh, we always uh, uh, would welcome uh, both men and women and and women have been a very valuable part of the our local club and lionism generally i think internationally uh, they say that the uh, number of women is about 37 percent and and going up as time goes on so that's we depend on our gals uh, to uh, also support all that uh, lions try to do Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AstraCast. Follow us online at astracast.com.